0: up, everybody? Welcome back to the showmefootball.com podcast. And oh my lord, what a game! Mizzou wins a shootout with Arkansas with a final score of 50 to 48. And honestly, like this, this podcast is probably just going to be a bunch of thoughts jumbled up together because I don't even know how you break down that game, man. I mean, just so much to talk about. But as always, today I am being joined by Connor. Connor, as always, your initial thoughts on this game. Hey, Josh, do you have a lighter? I do not. Cause we smoking that Odom pack tonight,
1: boys. Woo! Fifty points. Love to see it. I, uh, dude, drink for president. Like, <laughs>
0: build the statue.
1: Ah, uh, this game was just wild, dude. Like you said, I don't know where you even
0: start when talking about this.
1: It was th- just insane.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, about, what, ha- about, like, two-thirds of the way through the third quarter, I was like, dude, this is getting ugly. I think it was, like, 40 to 26. I was like, this is ugly. Then all of a sudden, Connor Bay's, like, with a big throw that went about halfway down the field. I forget it, who it was to. I think maybe Hazelton or Chisholm. forget which one. And then Beatty just goes off for, like, a 46-yard touchdown. All of a sudden, it's a touchdown game. And then, right at the very end, um, you think Mizzou is going to make a stop, and then boom, Jamal Brooks, instead of batting down the pass on the two point conversion, tries to catch it, ends up losing the ball, and an Arkansas player swoops out of nowhere to catch the dropped interception, and then all of a sudden it looks like Mizzou is going to lose. All hope is lost. Mizzou got Mizzou because that's what happens to Mizzou. But Drinkwitz, if there's one thing he's proven so far is that he's broken the Mizzou curse. And what he did is he drove down that field put his kicker out there to win the game and it worked and Mizzou wins. And honestly, like that's probably one of the, that's probably the best game I've ever seen Mizzou play. Like just, well, not, not best as in like Mizzou played their best, but like just the best, most entertaining game I've ever seen. Like, and I was saying that about the LSU one just a while back, but this game tops that in my opinion, because I would have gladly lost to LSU. Like, if you offered me earlier, if you could beat Arkansas, but you lost to LSU, would you take that? I would have said, yeah. I just wanted to beat Arkansas so bad. I wanted to beat Barry Odom. Not that there's bad blood or anything, but of course you want to go out. (laughs) Of course you want to go out and show up Barry Odom. And that's exactly what they did. Put up 50 points on his defense, man. And that was with leaving a lot of points on the field, too. There were, like, what, three or four drives that should have resulted in the touchdown that didn't. So 50 points was like, best-case scenario for Odom's defense. But anyways, uh, that game was just so back and forth. You thought, like, with the LSU game, there was never a point you thought Mizzou was out of it. It was it was back and forth a lot, but Mizzou was never out of it. Mizzou seemed out of this one. And then all of a sudden, boom, 21 unanswered. Mizzou comes back to win, and just, wow. I
1: Didn't they tweet and say that was the biggest fourth-quarter comeback in school history?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Biggest comeback or fourth quarter comeback in school history.
1: Amazing. And, you know, Sam Pittman, Mr. Yes, sir, himself, really wanted to reignite the rivalry. Well, he took a fat L, but I think the rivalry is reignited. There's definitely some bad blood between these teams.
0: (sighs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, After the game, too. And I mentioned I tweeted this out during the game on the show me football Twitter. Uh, I, I mentioned the fact that uh, it seemed like uh, Mizzou was faking some injuries to maybe uh, get some like timeouts or whatever, uh, like an injury timeout to talk things over. And uh, let's be honest, um, a lot, most teams do this, but Sam Pittman called it out after the game, and I thought that was funny because he was just crying about it, it was hilarious. Uh, he was just like Giving out every excuse in the book. Pittman did not take the loss too well, but man, what a, what a game by Mizzou. And at, 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 considering the fact that uh, Nick Bolton uh, was taken out of the game on what was a, and I, I don't say stuff like this on the podcast, but that was a horse shit call. Like, that was not a targeting whatsoever. Uh, In fact, it should have been a clean hit and fumble. He clearly fumbled the ball on top of the hit. The hit was completely clean. Bolden used his shoulder and bodied the dude. Their their helmets didn't even touch. Um, That was a clean hit. Uh, Really unfortunate. Uh, Really took uh, energy out of the game. But Mizzou rallies and ends up winning without pretty much their best. Like, a, a lot of people, like, most casual football fans even know how great Patrick Mahomes is and how important he is to the Chiefs. Nick Bolton is Patrick Mahomes to that Mizzou defense, and they won without him today.
1: Nick Bolton uh, was on the sideline, though, being another coach, and I thought that was really cool to see. Yeah, he
0: Maybe was fired up.
1: Like 15 years later when uh, football was over for him, I could see him being a coach because he did a good job. Absolutely. It was really cool. Even though he was in street calls, it was still really surreal to see him walk up and grab his rock. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, and you love to see the seniors grab their rock uh, after a big win like that, too. You don't want it to be somber. Um, This game had a great result. Um, But let's go over some stats a little bit. So starting with the offense, uh, Mizzou, they have – if I pull it up here, they had 653 yards of total offense, 380 passing, 273 rushing. Connor Bazelak, um goes 32 of 49 for 380. Again, another game with no touchdowns and no interceptions, but he just managed the game very well, was very efficient, looked good. Although I questioned his decision making on a couple plays where it seemed the timing was very off between him and the receiver, but that's okay. Uh, but Larry Roundtree, this guy is building up a legit NFL resume. I mean, I, Dave Matter tweeted like halfway through the game, so I don't know what it's up to now. But he's had like 299 yards and six touchdowns over the last two games. Like that is insane. But today he had 27 carries for 185 yards for a seven yards per carry average and three touchdowns. And then Beatty also added six carries for another 79 yards and a 13 yards per carry average with two touchdowns. Um, just a just a great performance. And the receivers, too, Kiki Chisholm, a second straight week where Mizzou has a 100-yard receiver. He has 113 yards. Damon Hazleton. And Damon Hazleton, he's been up and down this year, but, man, he came up big today. Uh, was very uh, instrumental uh, in orchestrating that game-winning drive with some good toe tap uh, catches at the sideline. Damon, he had... Damon sorry he had uh five receptions for 98 yards really good Barrett Bannister six for 60 five Dove 546 reliable as always offense had a great day uh besides the uh points that they left on the board a couple times but what was your uh takeaways from the offense today
1: I mean they're kind to me they just seems like the offense that we've grown accustomed to you know of course uh Larry Roundtree has just turned into an absolute monster. Uh, he puts touchdowns up like nobody's business. And Tyler Beatty has been, he had a great game. Uh, so both running backs had a great game. I really like both of them. Uh, and then for the wide receivers, I mean, it's kind of same story, different day with the wide receivers. And that they're, I think they're all good. And I think they're about on the same par, uh,
0: they kind of phrasing. remind me. They kind of remind me of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver group right now. It's like a bunch of guys that there's no true number one home hitting threat, but they're all just kind of like just good players.
1: Yeah, it sounds weird to say wide receiver by committee, but that's the best way I could really describe how I feel about this wide receiver core. Yeah. You know, if I feel comfortable with just about everyone on the roster playing wide receiver, I think they're all good and I think they're all relatively on the same level.
0: Yeah, for Uh, sure. Guys
1: like Michael Wilson or freshmen like Jay Macklin, I feel like all of them can come in and make an impact. And then uh, Basilak, you know, I've seen a lot of people start to turn on him these past two weeks uh, because he's not, you know, putting up touchdowns. But he does enough to win the game. And as a redshirt freshman, I'm fine with that. We don't need him to be Drew Locke. Uh, We just need somebody who can finish the game. And that's what he does. He doesn't turn the ball over. And he doesn't really make mistakes. Like, yeah, he made a couple bad reads, but they didn't end up being picks, you know. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, there was a play where uh, most other quarterbacks would have fumbled, but uh, Bazelak was – Uh, able to keep the football Mm -hmm. just little things like that. He doesn't make mistakes. And I love that. I compared him to Nick Foles earlier in the season and I'm going to do it again. Uh, Kind of Nick Foles early on in the season for the bears. He wasn't doing anything flashy, but they were winning games. um, When the bears beat the Buccaneers, Nick Foles didn't do anything spectacular that game, but he did enough to win the game. And if Basilak continuously does enough to win the game, I am going to continue to love
0: him. Yeah, for sure. Um, Mizzou finishes with 37 first downs in the game. Uh, very good third down efficiency, 9 of 15. Um, but switching over to the defensive side, a uh, lot of things to complain about, honestly. Now, I've seen a lot of Mizzou fans, like, they're very – back and forth with ryan walters the defensive coordinator like one game he's the greatest ever and we owe him an apology and then the next game he sucks and he should be fired like it can't you can't keep going back and forth like that i think he's a good defensive coordinator and there's i mean look he's recruiting well defensive recruits want to play for him Uh, most recently isaac thompson who committed here you know specifically praised ryan walters anyways like this defense lost a lot guys like jordan elliott demarcus ac kale Garrett, like nick bolton is the glue that holds them together without nick bolton they're just kind of an average defense and that's just the way it is like you know people th- complained about the defensive line going into the year well and then they'll say well well uh, ryan walter sucks at making adjustments uh with the defensive line guys the defensive line is just poor that's just how it is right now like they're just they're not they're not a very cohesive unit um they've been, you know, they've lost a lot of players this year to injury and stuff like that. Uh, I think Ryan Walters has done a great job despite, you know, this one bad game, but you know, they struggled to get pressure on Arkansas's quarterback at times. Uh, you know, they're, they've kind of struggled to stop the run basically throughout the entire game. Uh, Traylon Smith, I think that's his name for Arkansas, their running back. He was their first ring running back with Rakeem Boyd opting out. He looked like a monster. I mean, looked like no difference between him and Rakeem Boyd. So, and Arkansas also had a lot of like slant routes and stuff like that, that they were just killing us on defense. Not a great day, but you know, as long as you win, right. As long as you win, just pack it up, do whatever you can to win, watch film, come back better.
1: Hey, I'll take it. I hate Arkansas. This was the game that I had circled on the calendar all year, so to speak. And I think it's kind of clear that everyone involved with this game uh, had it circled. You know, this isn't the type of uh, matchup that the SEC was going to promote, but it was a good-ass game and gave me a couple heart attacks through there, but hey, a win's a win.
0: Yeah, I mean, just fantastic performance all around. Uh, And you have to give credit to Arkansas, too. I mean, as much as I hate them, like, this team was winless last year. Sam Pittman, as much as I don't like the dude, he's really brought that program back from the dead uh, to have uh, an overachieving year. Same thing with Mizzou, and that's why I think this matchup was kind of um the battle for sec coach of the year i'm not sure if whoever the winner of this game is is really going to win they might give it to jimbo fisher or dan mullen or something like that but to me those are kind of boring picks you look at the job Drinkwitz has done with this roster matching last year's win total uh most likely with an all sec 10 game schedule i mean you've you got to hand it to Drinkwitz, man and just the way he called today's game, never gave up, got his guys to buy in. Like, that game typically was a game that Barry Odom's Mizzou would lay down and die after they went down. But Drinkwitz didn't. And he, even even after that two-point conversion, they, they knew they were going to win that game. I just – I loved everything about the way he – or the way he coached today. Uh, just never lost faith. I just – we Mizzou, you've got a coach, man. It
1: almost – feels scripted, right? The game was won. uh, Well, Mizzou won a game they probably shouldn't have uh, because of Barry Odom's defense. Barry Odom's defense lost the game at the end. Where have we seen that before?
0: Yeah. I mean, that was the big knock on Barry Odom. He could never win the close games, like ever. Kentucky, South Carolina, uh, Wyoming. You know, he, he just he could never close out the close games. But Drinkwitz has all year.
1: Poetic, and I love it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm. I was so happy that we didn't see a bunch of uh, players go over onto the mark, onto the Arkansas sideline and try to be buddy-buddy with Barry before the game. Yeah, that's one of my concerns.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I said. I said on Power Mizzou, uh, I'm subscribed on there. I'm sure some people listening might have seen me on there before. I don't know. But I said that, you know, I totally get why the players, you know, would be buddy-buddy with Odom. I mean, he recruited them, gave them scholarships. I mean, they liked the dude. I liked the dude, too. He just didn't work out as a coach, you know? I don't. (laughs) But he – you know, I, I was hoping they would save the buddy-buddy crap for after game. I was saying, go kick his ass, then be buddy-buddy with him. Now, he might not want to be buddy-buddy with you after you kick his ass, but that was my appro- that would have been my approach.
1: I wonder how Barry feels watching what Drink is doing with his players.
0: Huh, I know, especially Bayslack. I mean, do we think Bayslack is this good under Odom? I mean, and I, and I hate just bagging on him in every way. I mean, not really, but you get what I'm I'll saying. I'll keep doing <laughs> it. <laughs> but do we think Bazelak is this good under Odom? Because I don't. I really don't. Not a chance, no. And going back to what you said earlier about Bays-like, like you know, I feel like a lot of people have kind of, uh, what's the word, just kind of lowered their expectations on him, perhaps, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, uh, they've kind but, of written him off. Yeah, not, not written. I wouldn't even say written him off, just kind of cool, cooled on him. They cooled on him um I thought that I mean he's a freshman guys and he's further along than Drew Locke was as a freshman like and I know Drew Locke had some pretty crappy circumstances when he was a freshman but you know so did Bazelak really uh with COVID and uh new coaching regime all that stuff um but anyways uh Bazelak outside of the LSU game uh he's been pretty much kind of a game manager but that's not an insult. I mean, I give me a game manager quarterback any day of the week in the SEC. I mean, as long as he's getting the job done, which he is, I don't care if he has five touchdowns or zero.
1: Yeah, it'd be one thing if we were sitting here trying to say that he deserves the Heisman for being a game manager quarterback. But it's a completely different thing for us to just say, hey, he's winning games, we're happy with him. You know, we're not sitting here acting like he's better than – Mac Jones or anything he's a good quarterback and I think he's going to only get better from this point on
0: absolutely Uh, and with that being said I wanted to of course just clear out the way for quick little segment on Harrison Mavis this guy's been fantastic man he wins the game for us Uh, I believe he was 100% on field goals for the day I think he had about four of them Uh, but this dude he's only missed three all year Uh, And a lot of them were – or most of them were uh, just kind of crappy situations like 56 yards out or really windy or just a desperation field goal, whatever. Uh, But outside of that, man, this guy has been one of the most reliable kickers in college football as a freshman too.
1: He's definitely going to be kicking on Sundays. That's uh, almost certainty.
0: Yeah, I mean, Pittman tried to ice him twice, and he still hit it.
1: I thought it was funny because, you know, typically you see kickers get really serious uh, mm-hmm. before they kick a field goal when they're being iced. I don't know what Grant said, but I saw him say something, and then Meevis just started laughing, and you know, like, oh, yeah, he's making this.
0: Yeah, I just love this team and the group of players that has come together. Uh, they just seem so bought in. It's just it's – just, the the feeling of around Mizzou football right now is just at an all-time high. I mean, we're getting elite recruits out of St. Louis. Drinkwitz is winning games. Just, hey, even the basketball team is doing decent right now. I mean, I don't know if the feeling uh, around Mizzou has done a complete 180, uh, you know, as it has, you know, as of recently. You know, it's just – it's amazing. Well,
1: with Odom – we were kind of dead in a way. Like, yeah, we were still winning games, but, like, our peak was, like, what, seven wins? That was the best you were ever going to see Mizzou do. And then uh, with Drink, it feels like the sky's the limit. You see guys, they're having fun, you know? It's cool to like Mizzou again. And, you know, like, we're – what are we at this point? Like, five and three, right? Right. Uh, But, you know, it's weird to go this nuts about a five and three team. But if you just look at how far we've come in one season, it's insane. And, you know, there's hope. And I don't know when the last time there was hope surrounding Missouri football was. But, yeah, drink is making us cool again. Yeah, and that's great for recruiting, and that's going to make us a good football team moving forward.
0: Yeah, and you have seen it in recruiting, and Drinkwater's even said after the game, you know, uh, if I can find the quote, actually, uh, give me one second. It, I want to get the full quote because he said it best. Um, ah, gosh, I can't find it. It was something. It was something along the lines of, uh, you know, strap in we're not done yet, recruits are taking notice, something like that. But, you know, that's just what you love to hear. Like, you, he wouldn't say that unless he knows something. Drinkwitz knows that recruits are taking notice and they want to come play for him, and I just think that's awesome.
1: Yeah, especially when, you know, you're playing for trophies because uh, we just got the, what was it, Mayor's Cup, and now we got the Battle Line trophy again. Yeah, for and, sure. Drink just uses those little things as extra motivation. And you see it really rubs off on the players, you know. Uh, For that stand there, uh, at the end of the game, we obviously gave up the touchdown and the two-point conversion. But you can see how energized the sideline was. Just periodically throughout the game, sideline is so energized. It looks like those kids are at a party. Uh, and one of the moments that comes to mind is like when they all crowded over the Kentucky player when he got pushed out of bounds, and I feel like the sideline is the best representation of from Odom to Drink because with Odom, you know, they're just kind of standing there like a normal sideline, but with Drink, they are actively having fun even when they're not playing, and it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Um, if there's one good thing I can say about Odom, though, it's that he helped us win a close game today. Finally, for the first time ever.
1: You love to see it. You really do.
0: Yep. Uh, One more thing I wanted to shout out. Uh, Kiki Chisholm, we talked about him a little bit earlier, or I mentioned him briefly, but uh, he he had two really, really impressive catches in this game that were both on vital scoring drives uh drink what said when he brought him in this kid's got nfl potential and i see it now i wasn't seeing it at first but he's gradually produced more over the past few games that kid is legit i could see him having an nfl future as a um possession receiver because that that dude just can catch
1: i love all our receivers dude there's not really a receiver who i don't want us to throw to you know Typically, you have a few receivers who you just kind of roll your eyes when they come out on field because they're trash or they're special teamers just on the team, uh, and they have to take snaps due to necessity or something along those lines. But we don't have that. Like I said, I feel comfortable with all of these receivers. I like all of them.
0: Yeah, Dove, Hazleton, Bannister. uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting some off the top of my head. Jalen Knox. Yeah, uh, all those guys. Just love all of them. Um, but oh, that—that's another thing I wanted to point out. Barry Odom got to see how you use Jalen Knox. Yeah, and really everyone—Roundtree, uh, Beatty, all of them. Not that Odom, Odom wasn't getting this. Not that Odom never used them, but there were a few times around his tenure where he's like, "We got to get Larry Roundtree the ball more," and then the next game he has like five carries. So now he had three touchdowns yeah so that's pretty much it uh mizzou takes on mississippi state next week i believe so oh, no, i'm sorry georgia, georgia. it's georgia it goes georgia then mississippi you're right state. i forgot and georgia got their game canceled uh this weekend so yeah uh Georgia and Missouri next weekend. Uh, Honestly, I have no idea what to expect. I don't care. We could lose out, and I'd still be happy with this season. So um, we'll be back next week to talk Georgia. Uh, But Missouri fans, enjoy this win. You earned it. Uh, MIZ, anything you want to close on? Uh,
1: Barry Odom is trash.
0: That is all. There you go. Catch you all next time. Peace.